Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Preach pastorally. Hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points podcast from the Haddon W. Robinson Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. I'm your host, Brian Hedinga. And just a reminder that the 2016 National Preaching Conference, Not Ashamed of the Gospel, will be held September 8 and 9 at the South Hamilton campus of Gordon-Conwell Seminary. If you'd like more information about the National Preaching Conference this fall, September 8 and 9, go to gordonconwell.edu slash preaching. And now with this week's Preaching Points podcast, Drs. Scott Gibson and Jim Singleton admonish preachers to pastor their congregations through their preaching. Jim, what do you think about this statement? Preach pastorally. Preach pastorally is something that I think is a regular part of the rhythm of being a pastor. And probably it's going to affect the planning of preaching in two different ways. If we're preaching straight through a book of the Bible, there will be passages where that really becomes the theme of the passage. And in a general sense, it helps a congregation grow in their own pastoral care awareness. If we're in First, Second Corinthians 1 and we talk about the God of all comfort, we can really help a congregation think through how comfort works in suffering. That's part of being pastoral. But I think the second thing that comes up in often a way that we don't know quite how to deal with is when something bigger than usual is going on in the midst of the congregation. A death of someone who has been quite prominent, someone who is on the church staff, a pastor dying. All of those are occasions where the church is not just wanting to learn about pastoral things. They're in the midst of something quite crisis-oriented. I do remember vividly being a pastor the Sunday after 9-11. I'd planned to do something else, but the congregation was in such shock and reeling. They needed a pastoral word to write them. Mm. The last Sunday I was in Colorado Springs before transitioning here. We had a horrible wildfire that came over the mountains and burned down 450 homes, including 14, which were part of our congregation. Not just the 14 needed pastoral care on that next Sunday. It was as if everyone felt afraid Mm -hmm. and, again, needed to know kind of a Psalm 46, be still and know that I am God, though the world shakes at its foundations. It doesn't mean that God is not there. So I think as a preacher, we regularly want to help our congregation think through pastoral care issues. Somebody is going through something virtually every week and needs to know. But then we have to be prepared for those occasions when maybe we have to change Mm -hmm. because of the context. It's almost as if uh, we would see it as an attitude or a stance that we have is 
preachers being pastoral. Indeed. And I think our own identity plays into that because if we think, no, I'm a prophetic preacher and every week we're just going <laughs> to take prophetic themes, then deal with your pastoral care problem some other way. Or if I see myself as only a teacher of the word and I'm going to march right through Luke's gospel, whatever is going on in the world. I think that's a different stance. I appreciate both of those stances, but probably at the core of my being, I am a pastor. And so my preaching is going to be sensitive to that pastoral context. And of course, that being the way we're wired, we tend to think that's the way it should be. Yeah, but we're also reminded in Scripture, Peter says, be shepherds of God's flock. And there's this strong suggestion of watching over the congregation in such a way that a pastor would. Yes, yes. And I think if we're following Jesus who did not want to break a bruised reed, then that affects the way we think about preaching pastorally. I think there's that sense of not coddling a congregation, but on certain occasions we need to remind them that God is present in the midst of what feels like darkness. Hmm. These are good words for us to remember as we think about what it means to preach, what it means to be a pastor, because the adage, preach pastorally, is one worth remembering. Yeah, thank you, Scott and Jim. Doctors Scott Gibson and Jim Singleton with this week's Preaching Points podcast. I'm Brian Hedinger. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week here on Preaching Points. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts.